you feel like you're a kid and you have a driver's license, you can still come forward. We, we won't check IDs. You want to stand by me? Okay. All right. So I'm going to ask you some Christmas trivia, okay? What did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? You can just say it. Join in any reindeer games. Good job. Good job. In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch was described with three words. What were they? Stink, stank, stunk. She got it. Well, he is quite nasty. All right. In A Christmas Carol, what was the first of Scrooge? Do you remember? You're right. Ebenezer. What did, okay, what did Frosty the Snowman do when a magic hat was placed on his head? He began to dance around. You're right. Okay, what is Ralphie's little brother's name in A Christmas Story? It's the movie is A Christmas Story. The main character is Ralphie. He gets a BB gun, and he has a little brother. No, nope. Nope. All right, adults, Ralphie's little brother. Yeah, don't shoot your eye out. Anybody know? Oh, this must be an advanced Christmas question. His name is Randy. So here's an easy one because we already did it. How do you say Merry Christmas in Spanish? Very good. We sang it. Uh, what? You can say it however you want, Violet. Okay. What was Frosty the Snowman's nose made out of? A button, yes. Yes. Frosty does not have a carrot nose. He has a button nose. Yep. Okay, but we all know that's not what Christmas is about, right? All right, so now we're going to get to the real Christmas questions. Where was baby Jesus born? Yep, in Bethlehem. Good job. It's okay. What is the name of the innkeeper? In the box that it's a trick question the bible doesn't even talk about an innkeeper it just says there was no room so you, you kind of got it right because there wasn't the right answer why did mary and joseph have to go to bethlehem do you remember that yeah there was a census good job hannah which means they had to count all the people so if i was from Florida, and they said we had to take a census, then I had to take my whole family to Florida. So that's what Mary and Joseph were doing. All right, one more. What two books of the Bible tell us the story of Jesus being born? Luke? Do you know the other one? It is Matthew. Good job. Good job. Well, today... Today, as I t I'm going to tell a story about when I was a kid, okay? And, and so I want you to listen carefully as I tell the story and listen about the true meaning of Christmas, okay? Well, let's give the kids a hand on their trivia knowledge. You did pretty good. All right, you can go back and sit with your parents. Now, Gabby, if you'll join me. Go sit down, Gavin. This is my nephew, Gavin. He's excited to be here, if you can't tell. 
So today we're going to read from uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. And I figured what we'd do is I could read it all of Scripture in English, and then you could read the whole Scripture in Spanish. Um, so that's Isaiah 9, verse, verses 2 through 7. I'll read it in English, and then Gabby will read it in Spanish. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his king, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. birth narrative is given to us in the Gospels of Luke and Matthew. Both point to us to the fact that prophecy is being fulfilled. It's this prophecy from Isaiah. I think that this prophecy makes it very clear that today we have a reason to celebrate. I'm not talking about celebrating as in stopping by the neighbor's kid's birthday party out of obligation. I'm not talking about going to the school dance because your mom made you go. You, you may or may not know, but soccer has been a huge part of my life growing up. And I apologize if I've told you this story before. 
but I know some have not heard this, and others forgot it. When I was in the seventh grade, we moved to a town that didn't have soccer at the recreation department. In fact, they were about to have their first season high school boys and girls soccer. As those, se- as those seasons began, the girls were pretty good. But the boys, not so much. That first season, the boys did not win a game. It was not that they lost every game. But there was not a single game that was anywhere close in score. The following year, the girls made the playoffs. While the boys continued their streak of zero wins. The third year of the program was my freshman year. This was my shot, my shot to make the difference. We worked as hard as we could. And that year, we lost every single game. You have to understand, though, that without a kids program at the recreation department, kids were not growing up playing soccer in this town. Some practices I felt like a player. And others I felt like a coach. Because we had to teach high schoolers how to play the game. My 10th grade season came around. We started the season with four or five losses. Then Kendrick High School came to town. I don't know if their best players were hurt. I don't know if they sent their junior varsity instead of their varsity. But that night, on our home field, we were able to accomplish the first win for the boys in the history of our school. You want to talk about a celebration? We acted like we had just won the championship to be crowned the best high school team in the world. We had only beaten one team. On one night. But it didn't matter. After three seasons of no wins, the coach could celebrate. 
Isaiah says that the people had wandering in darkness. Much like we practiced and practiced and practiced and kept losing. We tried hard, but there was darkness. And when you're truly wandering in darkness, there is nothing more that you can celebrate than the light. As the light breaks through, the darkness has to flee. Christ being born for us should initiate the greatest celebration that we've ever had. I heard it pointed out recently that Christmas time is the only time of the year that you can walk into any store or restaurant And music about Jesus is being played freely. People, whether they realize it or not, are celebrating that Christ has come. Today, it's time for us to celebrate as a people that have all that we need. As believers who know that the answer has been born to us today. Maybe you feel like you're on a team that just can't win a game. Something's got to give. Well, God is saying to us today that things are different now. Christ is here. We don't have to wonder what God looks like. We can look at him. We don't have to question if God meant this or that. But we can look at Jesus and we can understand. Verse 6 tells us, for unto us a child is born, a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders. This seems hard because for someone to carry the government, it is pretty well assumed that they must hold a political office. Not just any office, but probably the highest office. From the time that he was born of Mary to the time that he ascended into heaven, Jesus never held a political office. Did Jesus really fulfill the prophecy? He he absolutely did. 
by redefining for us what government looks like. Jesus pointed us how we should live. How we should order our lives. How we should interact with others. How we should deal with conflict. And how we should die. Jesus redefined for us what government looks like. And today, that's some good news. If you haven't realized, all governments are chaotic. This year, Pastor Patty and I went to a conference at Trevecca. And, and one of the keynote speakers was named Althea Taylor. One thing that Pastor Althea said, and I will never forget, is that Jesus was not so much about government as we see it, but Jesus was about governance. Jesus' way of governing is not of overpowering. Or manipulation, but rather a grace-filled offer to partner with him. Jesus will tell you what to do, but he will never force you to do it. There are consequences, yes, but force is not a part of who Jesus is. Jesus' teachings on holiness and sanctification, caring for your neighbor, caring for the poor, caring for the orphan and the widow, these teachings invite us into a new government. This government says, I put the needs of others above my own. I would lay down my life for the other. I would leave my place of comfort if it means salvation for someone else. So what is our true gift this Christmas? It's an invitation, an invitation to follow the Messiah that just blew everyone's minds. The Messiah that was born of a virgin, yet born of God. The Messiah that chose the most normal of people to, to be about his works.
The Messiah who comes from Nazareth. Yuck. I wish I could say I did that on purpose, but I, it hit me right before she said it that that would happen. That's very funny. Nothing good came from Nazareth. The Messiah who looks at us in the face and says, follow me. Follow me even though things might not go how you think they ought to. Follow me, even though I'm going to ask you to do some things that seem strange. Follow me, and God will use you to fulfill God's promise for all creation. In the church, we often talk about Christ dying for you. He did. That's very important. But today I want to remind you that Christ lived for you. It's not just his death and resurrection that saves us, but his life is well. His life saves us from chaos. His, his life saves us from darkness. His life brings life. So today, if you feel like you're on a team that can't win a game, or maybe you feel like you're just going in circles, the light has come. The Christ candle has been lit. This candle will remain. And, and we will celebrate the fact that the light has come to all. So today I challenge you into the darkness. To those that you love, to those that you care for who are overwhelmed by the darkness. And let them know that Christ lives for them. Christ will die for them, but today we celebrate his life. We can't just sit around and expect everybody to know. But we have to answer the call to partner with God and spread the light. Amen. We're going to sing one more song. That, that reminds us that it's our job to go and tell. 
It's our job to share the good news. And shame on us if we try to keep it to ourselves. Let us pray. Lord, we're grateful today for your presence. We're, we're grateful today for your spirit. We're grateful today that you have come to live and to dwell among us, to spend time. Lord, as, as the scripture can literally be translated, you pitched a tent and you stayed here. You moved into our neighborhood. And we're so grateful for that today, that we have a physical representation of God, that God is with us. So today, Lord, may we be encouraged by that, by your scripture, by your word. May we be encouraged by our family, our friends, our church, that we would recognize that we have a reason to celebrate today. A reason far beyond winning any game, a reason far beyond anything we could comprehend, but that today, today the greatest gift of all has been given to us. And his name is Jesus. We've been waiting on him, and we didn't know what to call him. We didn't know what he would look like, but he's here, and we're so thankful. So, Lord, today we give you praise, and we celebrate the fact that you have asked us to partner with you in spreading this good news. We thank you again, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Can we say thank you to Gabby for translating today? Gracias, Gabby. We invite you to sing with us.